Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Well, I'll go down and get breakfast. Okay, darling, I'll shower and shave. I'll be down in about 15 minutes. What do you want this morning? Fried egg, soft-boiled, or scrambled? Uh, yeah, fine, fine. Which? Uh, I don't know, I don't know. Well, I wish you'd say. Oh, darling, whichever's easiest. Well, it doesn't matter. They're all easy. Just say. Oh, honey, I don't care. Well, I don't care either. I just want to know which kind to fix. Well, what are you having? I'll have whatever you have. I'm not going to fix two kinds of eggs. It doesn't matter to me. Well, it doesn't matter to me either. Now, look, let's not go through this every morning. Now, look, just fix breakfast and fix whatever you want. I'll eat it. That's what you always say, but every time I don't ask you and I'll have fried eggs, you say, how come I didn't scramble them? (laughs) I seem to be sort of a problem, huh? (laughs) No, I just want you to say what you want, dear. All right. For breakfast this morning, I'd like half a grapefruit. Oh, we don't have any grapefruit now. I I have to get some today. I was just going to have orange juice. All right, I'll have orange juice. Then I shall have two slices of bacon. No, I'm sorry. We don't have any bacon either. We do have pork sausages. <laughs> okay, pork sausages. All right, how about poached egg on toast? Well, if we're going to have pork sausages, you always want scrambled eggs with that. But if you want a poached egg, I mean, right. it's more a little more All trouble. All right, but I... see? Now, let us have orange juice, pork sausages, scrambled eggs, toast, and coffee. How's that? Fine. <laughs> I just like you to decide, dear. You know? <laughs> yeah, I noticed the way here. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Uh, nothing, darling, nothing. What are you laughing at? No, never mind. Look, tell me something. Do, do, do you have any eggs? You know, now that you mention it, I'm not sure. <laughs> I made that cake for dinner last night, and the filling took three eggs, and, and he didn't leave any yesterday. I forgot to put it on the note. <laughs> I love Yes, we egg. have one egg. Oh, good. One egg. <laughs> well... One egg scramble doesn't look like much. No. Shall I fry it? Yeah, fry the... Yeah, fry <laughs> it. You want another piece of toast? You have plenty of time this morning. Yeah, sure. All right. I want to get to the office early, though, because I'm certainly going to talk to Crenshaw. You better think twice about what you say to your boss. You don't want to cut off your nose to spite your face. Now, look, I am not going to be pushed into hiring some niece of the boss's wife to be my secretary. I don't know that she is Mrs. Crenshaw's niece. In fact, I think that Miss Barker's either a cousin's daughter or the daughter of one of Mrs. Crenshaw's school friends. I didn't understand her. You know how fast Mrs. Cranshaw talks. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. The way she talks, she's a slowpoke compared to this Miss Barker I interviewed yesterday. I'm I'm telling you, that girl babbled on and on and on. She was nervous. You said all the girls you interviewed were nervous. All right, all right. But the fact remains, she is one of those people who simply cannot hold a job. I mean, 
she's a troublemaker. You could tell she blames everything on everybody else. I, I heard story after story about jobs she quit or lost because, well, Miss So-and-so had it in for her. Oh, Miss yes. So-and-so was jealous and told lies about her. Look, I wasn't ever in the office. Well, it's Mr. Cranshaw's office, dear, or his company, and since your secretary's getting married and your boss's wife has recommended this other girl, I hardly see how you have any choice, really. You know, I mean, I you'll have to... I told you pick... last night when a man has to be with a secretary all day long, five days a week, he's got to have somebody who is, who is efficient and intelligent and tactful, discreet, diplomatic, competent, someone who is who is congenial but not a chatterbox, somebody... I know, who... I know. You want somebody who knows you want a drink of water without you asking for a drink of water. That That is yes. right, that is right. And uh-huh. I'm telling you, this Walker girl wouldn't even remember I asked her for it. When I dictated a, a simple letter to her yesterday, she couldn't even read back her own shorthand. I know, dear. You've told me that four times. Well, so. uh, all right. She giggled about it, even. She, she thought it was so cute. Well, I would be very, yeah. very, very diplomatic with Mr. Cranshaw. Uh, it's his company. His wife, who's trying to find this girl a job. Now, what are you going to say? I'm going to tell him the truth. I will not have that girl as my secretary, period. And if he insists, then he can decide between us. She goes or I go. Oh, honey, now don't lose your temper. Feynman? Oh, Mr. Crenshaw, yes, yes, come in, come in, sir. As a matter of fact, I I was just coming into your office. I'd like to talk to you about something, too. About your new secretary. With Miss Jones leaving to be married, I... uh, Uh, Mr. Crenshaw, I'm going to be perfectly frank with you, sir. Uh, I mean, it's... It's very awkward since this Barker girl, I, I forget her first name, is related to your wife. But, well, sir, I, to be blunt, I simply cannot have her as my secretary, that's all. Well, I, I have nothing against her, naturally. I, I, I'm sure she's very nice. She's a pain in the neck. I told my wife that. For years she's been trying to get that girl into my office, but I won't have her. She's no relation to Mrs. Cranshaw, anyhow. She's a daughter of an old school friend, so forget it. Oh, well, well, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Granger. I'll admit it's had me somewhat worried. I lost a little sleep last night. Well, the next time, maybe, you'd better ask me before you lose sleep over something. I run the office, you know. My wife doesn't. And uh, haven't I always said that when it comes to choosing private secretaries, that's a matter for each individual person? When you work with someone all day long, you've got to be able to get along with them. Yeah, I know, I know, sir. That's what I was saying to my wife this morning. Oh, I never interfere with such things. That's your decision, and yours alone. Whoever you choose for a secretary is entirely up to you. And I never want you to think for one minute that just because this is my company and I'm the boss, as the saying goes, <laughs> that you aren't your own boss when it comes to selecting your secretary. Uh, well, well, that's very, very uh, nice. But even if I make a suggestion, it should not affect your decision. Oh, you have a suggestion, Mr. Cranshaw? <clears throat> I do. I do. A lovely girl. Delightful. Young. Oh, perhaps a trifle inexperienced, but um, sometimes I think it's better to have a secretary who is willing to learn than one who is busy telling you how to do things, right? <laughs> well, yes, yes, I, I, I suppose... No, I'm not going to say another word. I want you to form your own opinion. And if you think she's not right, feel absolutely free to say so. But uh, as a favor to me, Piper... 
I wish you'd at least give her a chance to apply for the position. Oh, well, sure, sure. Yes, sir. Uh, would you come in, please, Miss Brown? Come on, come on. Don't look so scared. Mr. Piper is very nice. <laughs> He's just going to ask you a few questions. Uh, this is Miss Charlotte Brown. Uh, how do you do, Mr. Piper? Oh, how do you do, Miss uh, Miss Brown? Now, Mr. Piper doesn't look very ferocious, does he? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you sit down, relax, and answer his questions. From now on, you're on your own. I've done all I can. Mr. Piper makes the final decision, and good luck. Thank you. See me in my office after the interview, Piper. Well, don't you want to ask me some questions, Mr. Piper? Yes, yes, I certainly do. Have you had any experience at all? Well, in what, Mr. Piper? Miss Brown, have you ever had a job before? Oh, yes. I counseled at a Girl Scout camp last summer. We got $10 a week plus board and room. I was in charge of basket weaving and things like that. Basket weaving? Uh-huh. Have you done any stenographic work? Any what? Typing and shorthand, Miss Brown. You, you do type. Oh, yes. Of course, I only use two fingers. You know, the old hunt and peck system. But, gee, I can go like greased lightning. Two fingers, and shorthand, Miss Brown? Oh, I haven't had any at all. But don't worry about it, because I can write very fast. I have to. We have to take notes on lectures in school. Oh, you're going to a secretarial school at the moment? Oh, no. I'm going to Caldwell College. I'm a freshman. I'm going to be an actress, Mr. Piper. I'm studying dramatics. Dramatics. Dramatics, I, I, I see, uh... Well, Miss Brown, since I am looking for a private secretary who can type and take dictation expertly, I have really only one last question. What are you doing here? Oh, I want the job, Mr. Piper. I can learn. I'm very quick. I think it would be loads of fun. And besides, I want to earn some money this summer. Frankly, Mr. Piper, I really wanted to go to Europe on a student tour, but Daddy wouldn't let me. So we called Uncle Herbert yesterday, and he asked... Uncle Herbert? Oh, dear. I wasn't supposed to tell you. Uncle Herbert said if I got the job, I positively had to get it on my own. And not because he was the boss. Oh, please don't let on, you know. Please. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Of course not. I won't say a word. Would you like to see how fast I can type with two fingers? Yes. Yes, I'd like to see how fast you can type with two fingers. I still don't see what you're doing home at 11.30 in the morning. I just put on my hat and I walked out of the office, and I'm not sure I'm going back. This is really the last straw. I've had to put up with a lot of Cranshaw's idiotic ideas, but this one takes the cake. Charlotte Brown, her mother must be uh, Mr. Cranshaw's sister. What's she like? I told you what she She's a freshman in college, taking up dramatics. She taught basket weaving, basket weaving at a Girl Scout camp, typed with two fingers. 
Got no idea how to change a typewriter ribbon. A roommate always does that. Uh, was she pretty? I don't know whether she was pretty. I couldn't even see her face. What do you mean you couldn't see her face? I mean, I mean, exactly that. These young girls don't, don't seem to comb their hair nowadays. It, it just looked like her head was one big scraggly black mop with bangs that sort of curled around her nose as far as I could figure out. <laughs> oh, honey, I really? Mean, oh, yeah, I did. I did. I got one glimpse of her face. Nearly yeah. scared me to death. Oh, honey. Her eyes were just too, too great big green patches of eyeshadow rimmed with black circles. I tell you, she she looked like some sort of a cross between Cleopatra and Theda Barra and a <laughs> black widow spider. Oh, oh Frightened me. Oh, cut it out. Now, that's the style nowadays. Don't be so old-fashioned. Well, I'm old-fashioned. Well, you are. And stop exaggerating. She's probably very attractive. I don't want a secretary who's so young and attractive that the guys in the office swarm around her so she doesn't get any work done. I want a secretary who... Who, 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 I, I don't want one that types with two fingers or says she doesn't need to know shorthand because she writes real fast. That's what she said. I don't want a kid who's working just for the summer, just for fun, just because dear uncle is the boss. But Mr. Cranshaw told you that it was your decision and yeah. your decision alone now. You said that yeah. he said that. Oh, huh? yeah, sure, sure. I tell you, if I had any gumption, I'd quit. But I haven't got any gumption, so I'll just find my briefcase, which I forgot to take with me this morning, and I'll... Get back to the office. What did you tell Mr. Cranshaw? Oh, I'll tell him that his niece is lovely, delightful girl, a trifle inexperienced, perhaps, as he said. But who cares? I mean, she's willing to learn. That's the main thing. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, Mr. Cranshaw. You're right. You were so right, uh-huh, Mr. Cranshaw. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, dear, that is the best thing, the most diplomatic thing. What I am think. I going to do if she isn't even bright enough to change a typewriter ribbon? Honey, she can learn. Oh, you can no, change not it this for one. her. No, I don't think so. I swear I do not think so. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Raymond Bramley and Jill Bunce and is produced by Walter Hart and directed by Dick Stenta. This is Stuart Metz speaking. <laughs>